Uh, Jason Preston here with me from uh, Lehigh, Utah. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, man. I got to talk to you yesterday briefly, uh, and uh, it was an honor to, to meet you uh, running for Congress yeah. and, and trying to hold people accountable and uh, politicians accountable. And I love that, man. I loved our little short conversation. So yeah. how, how'd you get into this point where, and, and decide where, you know, you wanted to go ahead and run for Congress and, and uh, how's it going so far? That's a uh, <clears throat> very good question. I've never uh, wanted to, to be a politician. Um, I started kind of waking up to politics when George Bush Jr. Uh, was in office. Um, his first term, I thought he was a hero. And then I ended up reading some uh, Ezra Taft Benson books and, uh, you know, what do they call it, the red pill, I guess. Mm. And by his second term, when he was running for his second term, I absolutely loathed the guy. And I realized uh, that uh, a lot of what I thought I understood about history wasn't accurate. Uh, so I got very engaged, very involved, and a very passionate person. So when I get into something, I tend to get very into it. And uh, when uh, Obama ran, he ran against uh, um, Ron Paul. And uh, Ron Paul is a big, huge Ron Paul fan back then, still am. So I actually uh, brought him out to Utah and helped fundraise for him. Mm. So I spent some time with him and, uh, again, really just got ingrained and, and uh, just really believed that there's a role for government. And it just completely overstepped its bounds and, uh, and it has become something it was never meant to be. Well, at the time... Um, I started the tour of Utah, a big uh, kind of cycling race. I was kind of an entrepreneur, then and then uh, got into a dental marketing company and up doing that for a while. And then the last six years, I've been working for a political watchdog organization, and I started that around the time of the Tea Party movement. Um, <clears throat> and I really just saw the movement that the Tea Party movement was having, and it was—I think it was actually one of the most important things that's happened in the history of this country. Uh, especially the last hundred years, and, I, and uh, because I realize, and I still realize, if, if, if freedom depends on the people, it's all about the people. And if the people are uneducated, they're not involved. You get governments that run over the people. And so, the last you know six years, we've seen what happens when the people get involved. Is we see freedom increase, mm-hmm. and. Uh, as, as much as I think Trump did a lot of great things for the, for the country, one of the negative effects of Trump is, you know, the Tea Party movement, which is, was responsible for turning over, you know, and it's, they start, it's, it's really started kicking in Obama's second term. And over this, that next six years, they repl- we replaced 70% of the House and the Senate. So this massive house cleaning comes, right? And then, uh, and then that leads to Trump. And he was like, that was a result of the Tea Party movement. And you remember all the people out in the, in the streets and with their flags. And, um, and, then they, and then they said, you know what? We don't want your candidates. You know, you, you, we want an outsider because we were so distrustful of government at the time. And we put Trump in. And then we really made a mistake because we kind of thought, oh, we've won. And then he's like, trust the plan. We've got it. Let's go back to making money. This middle class starts going in. Freedom starts to come back. And, and then we end up you know, putting Ob- uh, or, or Romney's in office. 
because we're asleep we're, and we let rhinos get back in office, which I think are more dangerous than Democrats. So I take, I'll take a wolf over a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. And, uh, and then it, things kind of escalated to where they were with after the elections and then January 6th. And I'm working with this organization called National Right of Congressmen. And what we do is we help business owners hold Congress accountable. And everyone was like devastated and terrified. And, and it was like the troops were running back home because they thought everything was lost. And I'm out there telling them, no, rem- remember the Tea Party movement. Re- remember, Obama took a sleeping nation and woke them up and formed the Tea Party movement. And I said, think about where we are now. I have way more hope now than I had when, when Bush and Obama was in office because now we have an army of people who are awake, who are frustrated. And as soon as Biden gets in and starts to crank up the heat like Obama did, if Obama could wake up a sleeping nation, what do you think is going to happen this time around? And people say, oh, yeah. And it says, we need Biden because freedom comes from the people standing up and demanding it. And we need pain because pain is what motivates people. And Biden will bring that. And I says, if you thought the Tea Party movement was big, I said, you wait till 2022 and 2024. We are going to have a wave of, of freedom fighters come that will make the the Tea Party movement seem like child's play. And I said, <clears throat> and I said, think about it too. You know, amidst all the darkness, there's you know, there's always opposition. There's always balance in, in things. And as much darkness as there is now in the schools, and you know, think about what's coming up. These Candace Owens, the Charlie Kurtz. You know, we're seeing some phenomenal lights. And I said, these people are going to run. You know, we can put these type of people in office. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of all these corrupt people and put the good people in office who understand the Constitution. And and I said, the other thing is, is we need, and we're seeing this is, is we. Is, the truth is. The federal government is beyond saving. It is, it, it is beyond saving. I, I firmly believe that. Um, the answer, so how do we fix it? How do we save the Constitution? Because, I mean, do you believe the Constitution will be saved? Well, it's up to us. I, I, it's up I, to it us. is up to us, but I believe it will. Yes, so how is that going to happen? It. And I, I think the answer is, again, we go to the Constitution, and the, and the Constitution clearly dictates... It, was, it wasn't dictates. The it was the states that created the Constitution, the 13 states. The states created the federal government. Therefore, the federal government is, is, hmm. is beneath the states and accountable to the states because the states are sovereign. And the states have the power to shut down the federal government. So this, that is, this creature we created has gotten completely out of control, needs to be reined in as the responsibility of the states. So back it up. What's, how do we, so the real answer is we have to fix our state first and because our state in utah here is completely out of control yeah so if we want to save the country it starts with saving our state and so i'm out talking to people about this is saying look you need to know who your state reps are and we've got to rein them in you they should know your name you we should be calling them you need to know how they stand on voter integrity you need to and if they're not standing with the people it's time to clean house and so finally, I'm out talking to, I'm talking, I've got 250, you know, members here in Utah, business owners I talk to on a regular basis. And I'm like, it's not enough. And these are saying, Jason, why don't you run? And so I'm like, you know what? I'm not a career politician. I've got a very colorful past. I've made a lot of mistakes. I wasn't ever planning on running for office. I don't like politicians, but I'm like, you know what? It's time, it's time to stand up. It's time to get in the fight because it, here's the thing. If I don't run and we let another Someone like some of these guys I'm running against stay in office or someone unprincipled who knows how to say all the right trigger point, you know, the right keywords to sneak their way in. Mm. 
and I didn't, and I knew I could have st- stood up, and I didn't. Then it's on me. So I decided. To, so that's when I said, you know what? It, the, all the odds are against me. I have no experience, but I understand the Constitution, and I can stand up and I can fight. And so my wife agreed. She's a patriot. My girls are patriots. We're like, you know what? Let's go to war. Hmm. Let's stand up. Let's fight against this beast. And uh, you know, we we believe the Constitution will be saved. And it's going to be saved by regular people like us. So you know what? Instead of waiting for someone else to be the leader, instead of waiting for President Trump or waiting for someone else, why don't we be the leaders we're waiting for? And why don't we step up and do our part? And uh, you know, that's and, and really my message has been to the people: is look, the country's in trouble, the state's in trouble, and who are, and we're looking for leadership. And maybe the answer is the leaders we're looking for are us. And and that is and that is our big mission right now is is to go out and wake up the people and say you have a role to play in this. Maybe you were sent to this time, to this great battle, for a reason. And maybe you have a role to play in saving this constitution. And uh, you know how people are responding. They know it's true. Mm-hmm. One of the things we tell people is we're not, we're not here to convince you. We're here to remind you. And I think there's a lot of people who know they're here for a reason and who that spirit of liberty burns in their heart. And they're just looking for someone to remind them who they are and to say, hey, get in the, get in the fight. Get involved. You have a role to play. You don't need to be a career politician to stand up and fight for freedom. There's a role for every, all of us, whether you're a mother, whether you're a father, whether you know, you're a college you know, you know, graduate, whether you're, even whether or not you graduate high school. You know, freedom, freedom, there's a role for, to fight in this battle for everybody. So that's kind of a long answer to how I got involved and what got me here. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of uh, the, the story. It's a cool, cool thing to see, man, like people stepping up into, the, into their callings. Yeah. And I've just met person after person after person this yeah. weekend that is saying the same thing, that it's like, yeah. God plucked me up great take my talents and he's going to put me to work and and we just got to leave it in his hands and go to work right Absolutely. And, and accept the call when it comes i think um people are afraid to, uh, to accept a call uh, mm-hmm. they, i don't know what i can do you know i don't have any skills like this and they uh, ne- negative self-talk right and right um but i think everybody has something to offer absolutely yeah um, and we've we've seen that in our little organization um and, and it's great How, how's it going so far how's the running going t- t- talked about a little bit about your uh, incumbents, I guess. That uh, what, what what's going on with them? What are some of the issues you see with them that that you really feel like need to be changed? Maybe top two, three issues in Utah that you said you mentioned Utah is a mess right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what, 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 how are they failing us right now? <laughs> you know the the founding fathers were wise. I mean, beyond the years, and to say wise, they, these guys were inspired beyond beyond their time uh and one of the things they knew is that you know the, the gov- government politics tends to attract a certain personality type it attracts people who like power and uh <clears throat> the problem is is the people who like power will do anything to gain power including betray the country uh, and and their role and uh, often the people who love power have no have very little understanding of the Constitution and, and the principles of, of liberty. And we've seen 
over the past hundred plus years, starting, I mean, we could point to 1913, we could point to the 30s, we could, you know, there are so many, you know, massive uh, examples of, when, of how this country has gone off track from the constitutional republic our founding fathers gave us. And <clears throat> these guys were all schooled in, in the principle, or not in the principles, they were schooled in the administrative practices of off running for office and of, how, of, of being good administrators. And we see what they've done to this country over the last hundred plus years, and they've really almost driven us off a cliff. Um, <clears throat> people go in with good intentions, but without understanding the proper principles, it's easy to get bought off. It's easy to get compromised. It's easy to, uh, oh, you know, hey, I need money to get run. And, and, and they've really designed the system. This has been one of the really challenging things is, you know, they've designed this system to, to benefit the established machine and money. And so, well, if someone, regular guy tries to get in well, and you don't have money, well, guess who comes knocking? Well, we got some money for you as long as you do this and that for us. And then, and then by the time you're in, you're not, you're owned. And you can look, you don't have to look very far, in, in, including right here in Utah. I mean, some obviously Romney's a perfect example of, you know, someone who's bought and been bought and paid for a long, long time ago. And is just, you know, paying his dues to, to who, you know, people who got him there. So, <clears throat> I mean, the, the, what's the problem? And I'm, I don't need to talk about specific opponents because the, the reality is I would say 95% of our representatives here in Utah are bought and paid for in some manner. 95%. And, and, and I, when I was at uh, the uh, Capitol on Wednesday, we, uh, Steve Chris Janssen, who's a phenomenal representative, he went and said, hey, there's, there appears that, that we may need an audit. You know, after the several elections, people are concerned. And I'll tell you, when I talk to people, and I talk to a lot of people, people are very concerned about the election integrity. Well, we sit here and here. I listen to him talk to the representatives and, and uh, the uh, the um, uh, lieutenant governors in the room in the meeting. And he says, we need an audit. And, here's, and, and, and you know, we should look at mail-in voting. We should look at this. We should look at that. We just make sure things are, are sound. And you'd think that these representatives are going to say, that's a great idea. You know, nothing to hide here. Let's, 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 let's make sure things are safe. Well, they attacked him. Every single person in that room either remained silent or they attacked him. And in fact, it, you know, and I have, I've got audio recording that I was in the room. We had one representative who said, how dare you? You know, how dare you suggest that our officials may have been implicit in, 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 some, in, in corruption. Or he says, these, he says, these, he says these, these people are above reproach. Direct quote. Above reproach. He said that three or four times talking about our representatives. That they are above reproach. Hmm. How dare we question their integrity? I will tell you, I sat in that room and I was seething. These are people who, who work for us. They derive their, their authority by the consent of the governed. Their authority comes from us. We created the government. We are the master of government. And, and the people who are there to serve the people are beyond reproach. They are beyond questioning. And then the lieutenant governor gets in there and says, you know, we have a real problem here in this, in this state. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, it's not about, it's not, the problem is not the need for an audit. The problem is, is this disinformation that the people think that there is a need. 
what can we do about this disinformation? How can we, how can we re-educate these people? This is directly, I've got it all on video. Um, and I'm going to, and it, it's, this stuff's going to come out. People need to understand the problem with these representatives. This is Utah. This is not, this is not DC. This is Utah, our backyard. So, and then, and then they talk about, well, you know, we don't have money for an audit. But then 10 minutes later, well, you know, we really need to invest in combating this social media disinformation. Mm-hmm. We, we need to invest money in, in, in educating the people. In other words, we need to invest in propaganda. We they don't sound have mon- just like our federal government. Yeah. Are, are we no different? Well, I think power is power. The problems of power are at every level. So, you know, and, and this, is why, this, is, this is why I'm running. Because if we're going to save the Constitution, we need to stand up. You know, we need people, you know, like you. And uh, there are so many amazing people in this state that have a role to play in this. We have 95% of these these representatives that need to be cleaned out. And who's to say that in the people listening to this, you know, they're listening to this for a reason. They care about freedom. The question is, are you, what are you doing with, with your, with that heart that's burning for freedom? Are you sitting and listening and, and, or are you doing something about it? You know, and, and you look, you come to, we're here at uh, We Can Act Movement, and you look at all these, and here's something that blows my mind. All the women, all the mothers who are standing up for freedom, whether it's election integrity, whether it's, you know, the, the medical freedom, you have all these women standing up. And, and what amazing women standing up and, and fighting it. But here's my question. As much as I'm thankful for these amazing women, my next question is this. Where's the men? Where's the men? What happened to men in this country? What happened, you know, if you really want to look at, you know, the root of the problem in this country, it is the loss of men. We have, we have lost men that know, that remember what it means to be a man, a man, to be a leader, you know, and, and that is why, you know, families falling apart, you know, I mean, that is, I think the root of the problem in this country is we've lost men that know what it means to be a man. And my, and my cry is this to these men, stand up, put your life in order. Get right with God. Put your families in order. Put your house in order. And get in the fight. Because if you don't, your children are going to live on their knees in tyranny. And that is not, that is not an exaggeration. Anyone that studied what's happened in the last hundred years with Marxist, when Marxism takes over a country, it is not pretty. And, and the people who suffer, people who believe in God and the middle class, that's who are eradicated by Marxism. And that's at a doorstep. And you have all these men that are busy playing video games busy on their you know computers you know doing you know being distracted and it's time to step up and help save this country because i believe there are a lot of good men out there that that are that are called for this time called for such a time as this and we need them yeah i love that man we cannot afford to be complacent we can't afford to sit there and sit on the fence and and watch and trust that somebody's going to fix these things for us. You're right, man. I would I would repeat that call, echo that call to to anyone listening. Yeah. Listen for a prompting of some kind. Yeah. And and act. And, and, and there's act so and there's go, so many ways. You know? you know, I mean, whether it's you know, running for getting involved in your school board. Yep. You know, or just showing up to the school board meetings and saying no, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Or show or helping organize events, uh, or. <laughs> showing up to events there are so many ways you know each of us has again i believe we will save the constitution and i believe the people who will do that are here and and we have two voices 
we have the voice of the out, from the world telling us who we are and, th- and that we're a nobody and that you know we can't amount to much or we're only as valuable as what the world sees in us. But we also have a voice inside telling us that we have that we are divinity have the seeds of divinity within us. And is that voice that our calling will come from? It is that it is getting in line with with our Maker and, and getting in line with our internal compass and listening to that voice and saying, "Why am I here?" What is my role to play in this great battle? And then standing up and, and fulfilling your purpose. I mean, it's beautiful. We have an unofficial motto in UCA. Don't talk shit, do shit. I love it. And that's, that's the time we're in, man. You know, don't complain. Don't, don't whine. Get off your butt. Get off your couch. Get up and get involved and get in the fight. I'm with you 100%, yeah. man. I think your voice echoes a lot of the people i know here in utah um i think you'd be a great representative of of us people here and so we're going to jump behind you man and do whatever we can to help you yeah um where where what should people do if if this resent you know if if this is something that burns in your chest and you want to look jason up you know how do we find you how do we support you what can we do to 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 get you into office yeah i appreciate that And, and again the reason I'm running for office isn't about Jason getting into office. It is about saving the Constitution. And it's about the and, and, and my job is to inspire the people. And if we inspire enough people to stand up to get in the fight, we'll, yes, we'll get, not only will I get in office, but we're going to clean house and put a lot of great people in office. And, if we, and then we spread it from this state to other states. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the key is we must assemble. We must. It is in the First Amendment for a reason. The thing the federal government fears the most is what we did with the Tea Party movement. We didn't sit behind TV screens. We didn't sit behind our computers. We assembled in the streets. January 6th was their coup d'etat. It was they, they were, the whole thing. Of January 6th was to was to get people to gather and then terrify them from doing it again. The insurrectionists, hmm. because they fear us assembling. The most important thing we can do we, is gather, assemble. It is, we gather in religious bodies for a reason, because when we gather, it enhances our power. What do we, there is a huge difference between watching a football game on TV and being in a stadium with 40,000 people. There is power in assembling. And what will happen next summer when we have 10 to 20,000 people here in Utah assembled together not for football, mm. but for the spirit of liberty, for freedom. That will be a power that can change the world. And that is what we must do. And, and so our, the purpose of our organization, and this is why I'm running, is to have the platform to start organizing people. The few who are organized will always out-defeat the many who are not. And so our, our job, and this, and this is, if, if this speaks to you, go to PrestonForCongress.com, and it's PrestonForCongress.com. And uh, right there, there's an opportunity to uh, get involved, join the movement. <clears throat> we need to create an army, an army of we, the people who will fight with our feet, fight with the pen, and fight with our voices. This is a battle of ideas, and we need people to join the fight. We need to be organized. And if, if that speaks to you, stand up. Stand up and get in the fight, because your very lives may depend on it. Jason? Preston, for Utah Congress, we appreciate you being on here, man. Um, I look forward to staying in touch with you because I want to follow and track and, and see, see if we can help in any way. Awesome. Um, 
pray for you too, brother. Yeah, thank you. I, I need appreciate it. Man. Honestly, we need it. This is this is a spiritual battle first yep. and foremost. I'll fight with you, man. God bless you. Let's do it. Thank okay, you. thanks again. Have a good day, man. Thank, thank you. you.